0: news on your favorite teams this is inside sports with reed wilkins brought to you by james h brown and associates alberta injury lawyers the heavy hitters of injury law
1: greetings humanoids how are you doing tonight's got the blue jays on the big screen here In the 6.30, Chad Studio, the Padres leading the Blue Jays 3-1. That is in the top of the third. We'll keep you updated on that one. We have plenty to talk about tonight. We'll continue to get you ready for the Elks' next game in Winnipeg on Thursday. Of course, it's on 6.30, Ched, 5 o'clock for the countdown to kickoff. And the game will start at 6.30. The Elks obviously still looking for their first win. And the injuries are mounting as well, which we will get to in a couple of minutes. We will have... Double E legend Brian Kelly on the show a little bit later on. Always happy to have Brian join us. He, of course, has become a triathlete. As he's uh, moved into his 60s, and uh, I believe he recently did another Ironman triathlon. So we'll talk football and triathlon with, with him. Obviously, one of the all-time greats in our city, one of the all-time most popular athletes as well. So we have Brian Kelly coming up a little bit later on. Hey, thanks for tuning in tonight. So here is the tough news for the green and gold. And we mentioned this yesterday that linebacker Niles Morgan and the uh, offensive lineman Jamin Pelly both... Uh, banged up at practice well Pelly uh, Pelly's going to be out a while here and head coach Chris Jones was asked if Morgan is going to be out long term as well
2: well we'll have to see uh, again he's got uh, he, he won't be able to play this week so we'll just have to see exactly where he's at over next week
1: all right so he's ruled out for Thursday against the bombers that is not good Niles Morgan and I know he had the Penalty situation where uh, he lost his cool late in that game against Hamilton last week. But he has been very, very good. I would argue that Niles Morgan, for this season, has not just been the Elks' best defensive player. I, I would think that he's been their best player. So he is not going to go against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. That is a big loss. Jones also touching on Morgan's replacement at middle linebacker Tony Jones.
2: He's been on special teams most of the year. He's a very active player. His film's very good from college. So we look forward to seeing you know what he brings defensively.
1: All right, so that is uh, the update there from Chris Jones as uh, the Elks practiced today. Happy to hear from you tonight. 780-496-0063 is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can send me an email, inside sports at 630 ched.com and you can send me a DM on Twitter if you like, at... Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. Wilkins, spelt like Dominique, no relation. All right, so I want to just get to something else here. We were having some fun on the, the program yesterday talking about, I can't remember how, oh, that's how it came up. The the Elks at 0-6, so I was talking about other teams that took forever to get their first win of the season. The Shreveport Pirates in 1994 started 0-14. Before they got a win, finished the season 3-15. and So they finished with a flourish, winning three of their final four. But unfortunately, pretty big hole to climb out of. So we we were talking a little bit about the uh, American teams. And there was one of my my colleagues was standing just outside. I'm, I'm doing this. Just to give you the lay of the land here quickly, I'm in the I'm in the room. I call it the hockey studio. It's the room we converted during COVID, so Jack and Bob could call the bubble games off the monitors. So it's still set up as a studio. I really like lo- using it. It's quite comfortable. the the uh, The lighting is good. There's two large screen TVs in here. There's a very nice scent. You know, if I, if I if I ever feel like uh, I need a nice scent to work in, so that's pretty good. By the way, my colleague is here listening again. She really likes, I, I really appreciate this when my colleagues gather outside the studio to uh, watch the show. So, anyway, but right outside the room here, there's sort of, it's not a kitchen, but it's like our little kitchen area. There's a fridge and a microwave and a sink and some cupboards and you know, the, the coffee machine. What is that, a Keurig? Is that what they call it? Keurig? How do you say that? A oh, Keurig. That's where you put the, the the coffee patch the pouch the pod the pod people the pod people are making our coffee there's a conspiracy for everybody okay so anyway it's nice to see you again so and I was, but anyway, this this colleague of mine is uh, in her twenties. Had not heard of these American football teams. She knows all the Canadian teams in the CFL. She could list them by that. All the quarterbacks, but the American teams. She's thinking, what is this guy talking about? So I compi- I, I went back just to refresh my memory. You remember these teams, Kellen? You're of a certain vintage. Yes. Yeah. You would have been a younger lad. Hmm. So you had the Shreveport Pirates. Yep. In the league in 1994, they went three and fifteen. Like I mentioned, 1995 they went five and thirteen. They were not good. Mm. Uh, the Sacramento Gold Miners were the original American team, and uh, they came in in 1993. They they went six and twelve in '94. They went nine, eight, and one. And then they moved and became the San Antonio Texans, and they went twelve and six. You remember David Archer, mm-hmm. who would then play here. He was the quarterback for that team. The uh, Las Vegas Posse only existed for one year in 1994 at uh, 5 and 13. Still the answer to one of my favorite trivia questions. You know what, Kellen? I I know I've asked this question before. Let's give away a canned ham t-shirt. Seven, okay. somebody's gonna have to, somebody's gonna have to line up callers. Somebody will have to answer this live on the air. Where did the in, in what city did the Las Vegas Posse play their final home game? This, ah. is, this is you know this one because I, I know I'm, the answer. We've asked this before. Mm-hmm. So i guess I'm going to well hey it's the summer. It's re it's reruns.
0: But it's an evergreen
1: but question. But it's an, so yes, it's know. an evergreen question. Certainly. Uh in what city did the Las Vegas Posse play their final home game? In their one and only season in the CFL in 1984, we'll give you an Inside Sports canned ham T-shirt. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six six three. Let me know when we got a couple of contestants. Kellen, the uh, Baltimore whatever they were called <laughs> CFLers, the CFLers yeah. and the Stallions. They wanted to be the Colts. They couldn't use that name. Uh, they were in the CFL in 1990. They were the class of the American teams. They were in the CFL in 1994. They went 12 and 6, lost the Grey Cup to BC on a last-second field goal by Louis Pasaglia in Vancouver, 26-23. 1995, they went 15 and 3, beat Calgary in the Grey Cup in Regina, 37-20. The uh, Memphis Mad Dogs were in the league just one year, 1995. They went 9 and 9. Damon Allen was their quarterback, and Matt Dunnigan was the quarterback for the Birmingham Barracudas in 1995. They went 10 and 8. So those were the American teams. A walk down memory lane for some of you or perhaps for others of you feeling like you're, what is Reed talking about tonight? Did that actually happen? It did actually happen. There were American teams in the Canadian Football League. Now the trivia question, in what city did the Las Vegas Posse play their final home game? Dale, you've called in very quickly. So yes, you must, sir. Reed, I did. Well, you must be very confident of the answer.
0: Oh, I'm very confident, Reed, because uh, as soon as you asked, I, I had never heard the question before. I'll admit, although I was, I'm almost 60, so I was around. You know, I was watching those games. Uh, but as soon as you asked the question, it took me a moment to realize I was at that game. It was here in Edmonton.
1: It was here in Edmonton on Saturday, November 5th, 1994. Oh, now I'm really feeling old. Well, I was, uh, I was in university, so we were both younger men, but I believe we have both grown handsome and wiser with age, more handsome and more wise with age. Uh, so the posse did not have a lot of fans, So they, and they, they knew the team was going to fold, so they just said, we'll just play the game uh, in Edmonton. Why not? There'll be more people there. I
0: do remember they when they just a moment I have to think when they did their kickoff they were all bunched together in a tiny little square instead of lining up across like a regular team does and when they kicked the ball they all scattered in right. the but it was like you know they were all standing in this uh, their very small space like shoulders together uh, yeah, it got a great laugh from the fans. I remember
1: that. That's a great memory.
0: Okay, Dale, thanks for
1: listening to the show. Sorry, I think we got a bit of an, uh, an echo here when you're uh, – so we'll we'll put you on hold there, and Kellen will get your information so we can get you the, uh, the one-of-a-kind Inside Sports canned ham T-shirt courtesy Elite Promotional Marketing. The Las Vegas Posse played their final home game – I'm doing air quotes, hopefully you can picture that – in Edmonton. So they actually came to Edmonton twice in August – They lost 44-17, and then it was 51-10 for Edmonton in (laughs) that final game of the season. So anyway, a bit of a walk down memory lane with those uh, American CFL teams, which is kind of a, it's one of those oddities that comes up every once in a while. Dave Campbell and I were talking about it quite a bit today with Brendan Escott in our sports department. He's not. Quite old enough to like. He knew about it, but we were telling some stories and and uh, and having some recollections uh, recollections on this is the CFL in the '90s as well. There were some classic uh, playoff games, uh, many involving uh, the Green and Gold, uh, Calgary, BC West Final, 1994 was uh, was an epic game. So anyway, we were talking a little bit about that. So I have an off topic topic tonight for fun. If you want to participate, and as you you know, if, if when we do an off topic topic. Uh, it's, it's an idea that I get before the show. Sometimes I get it during the show. Sometimes Kellen might, might suggest something. Sometimes Dave Campbell might suggest something. Or just in the process of conversation, I might think, oh, that'd be funny to ask the audience. Maybe there's some stories. Or maybe they're not. Sometimes these go absolutely nowhere. But I'm wondering, did anybody attend a CFL game in one of these American markets? If so, I would love to hear from you. Preferably phone call, but you can text in or email as well. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I'd like to know. I mean, we're all well. Thirty years ago, Sacramento debuted in ninety three, ninety four, and ninety five. There were more American teams. Did anybody go to a game in Shreveport, Sacramento, San Antonio, Las Vegas, Baltimore, Memphis, or Birmingham? I, I would love to know if anybody went and what your memory. Is of uh, of going to one of those games. I'm sure uh, there were obviously Canadian fans that would have traveled. I, I don't know if it, maybe you don't want to admit it. I don't know. It's okay if you if you bought tickets to a Memphis Mad Dogs game. That is nothing to be ashamed of. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I did not. I probably would have if I would have had the money to travel at that time in my life. I probably would have been like, let's go to a game. Let's go to Shreveport. That's a long way to Shreveport, by the way. All right. So that's fun. Uh, Yes, the Elks, again, the injury news today. Niles Morgan will not play Thursday against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Tough news for them. Tony Jones is going to be his replacement at middle linebacker. We, uh, We had some messages left over from yesterday that I want to get to. We had a lot of chatter on last night's show about quarterback, about Cornelius, about Trey Ford, about them going back to Cornelius for uh, Thursday against the Bombers. And uh, we had Doug Brown on the show, and he kind of said when I asked him that, yeah, this does not seem like the same Bombers team – that we've seen since 2019, when they've been the class of the league and rarely had anything go wrong for them, um, and they're still very good this year with a four and two record. Though Doug did kind of say he gets the sense maybe things are changing a little bit. Still, the Elks, as they should be, large underdogs for that game. I think uh, I didn't even look at the line. I think it's 15 fifteen and a half. The Bombers are favored by. I thought it might have been in the twenties. All right, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We also got Shannon Brooks, running back for the Elks, coming up. And more from you too. It's inside sports on Chet.
2: You're listening.
0: Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader 630 Chad. All right, good to have you tuning
1: in tonight. So I'm wondering if any of you went to a CFL game in the United States when they had American teams, when the league had American teams from ninety-three to ninety-five. I believe we have someone with a story here, James on the Certainty hotline. James, go ahead, please.
2: Hi. Uh, yeah, we were down in Las Vegas at the time of uh, when they were playing. Uh, they used to have their practice field at the back of the Riviera Hotel, and we just came upon the uh, practice there um, and uh, met with the owner. He was walking around there introducing himself and everything, and uh, just so happened that uh, one of the players... Uh, was the same name as me, James Richards, uh, which was kind of, I thought was kind of odd, but, uh, oh yeah, it, it was a different atmosphere all down there with that. So were you living in Edmonton at the time?
1: Yes. So obviously you were totally familiar with the CFL and you knew there was a team there. We weren't like, you weren't like, oh, who's this team practicing? Uh, so do you remember which – I have all their I have their schedule from that season. Do you happen by any chance – and, James, you're probably like, seriously, he's asking me this – but do you by any chance remember which game you went to?
2: Well, I went to the game when they did play here in Edmonton, uh, but um, – You don't remember which game uh, in Vegas it was, attended- eh? Yeah. I attended the practice down in uh, Las Vegas, though, when they were practicing there.
1: Okay. <clears throat> awesome. Okay. Was anybody else around watching the practice? Did they have a fan base?
2: Yeah, there were quite a few in the stands there. Uh, I don't know. It, it was amazing how they must have transformed the back of that place from uh, the practice field to a golf course afterwards, though. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, well,
1: Jay, thanks for that story, man. That's pretty cool. That, I, that's that's cool. I'm glad we got someone out there.
2: Thank you so much. Did, did you uh, get an answer to your question about who Las Vegas played last in the CFL?
1: Uh, I, I did. Dale won that, so you missed the answer. Eh? I was. When was their last home? Who? The question was, where did they play their last home game? So obviously, you know it was here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you went to that one too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's sure. kind of a fun trivia. Thanks, man. Appreciate your call. Sure. Okay. Thank you. That is James at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. So, uh, yes, he saw the posse in Las Vegas. Not nearly as successful as the Golden Knights have been. That's that's fair to say, I guess. All right. Well, yeah. If you if you went to a game, not I guess not surprised that Canadian was in uh, Vegas, popular destination, even. I guess in 94. Uh, I, but, yeah, if you went to a, an American, like if you know a buddy, get him on the phone. Did you go to a CFL game in an American? In well, we do have another one.
0: Yeah, let's go to Horst on the line. Horst, okay.
1: Horst. All right. How's it going, sir? Very good, thank you. Okay, what's your story? I'm
0: loving this. <laughs> okay, we were camping in Red Deer with a couple of buddies And it was pouring rain, and it was gross, so we decided, I convinced my buddies to drive down to Sacramento to watch a game. So we jumped in my 81 Firebird with no air conditioning (laughs) in the middle of July, and we drove straight there 25 hours, and uh, yeah, we caught the Sacramento game. Do you remember if it was 93 or 94? No, no, no? <laughs> okay.
1: too much partying. <laughs> Do you remember that? Okay, that's an incredible story. So you just decided, let's get out of Alberta and go to Sacramento because they got a football team.
0: Yeah, we didn't need passports to get over the border. We just kept going through 110-degree heat. You know, with, with the windows rolled down, blasting Van Halen. Well, which album? Oh. Probably all of them. We had a lot of time in the car.
1: Yeah, probably all of them. They're all pretty good. <laughs> all right. So yeah. you and a bunch of buddies went to Sacramento, went to a CFL game. Do you do you remember anything about the the vibe, the the game, it's the the
0: stadium? Did you meet other Canadians anything like that? Well, yeah. So it was crazy hot there. The one side of the stadium was packed in the shady side. In the sunny side, there was almost nobody there. And there was a ton of Eskimo fans there. I was quite impressed. Mostly well behaved. So
1: <laughs> that's that's awesome. Okay, well that's an amazing road trip, Horst. If you ever write a book, you got to have a whole chapter on that.
0: I bring it up with, at every family reunion, rubbing it in to all my friends and family to listen. Are, so.
1: are you still buddies with the guys you went on the road trip with? Very much so. Yeah. Oh, that's an incredible story. Hey, thanks for sharing that, Horst. You're welcome. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Well, we got two. That that's really good. Talk about a spur-of-the-moment holiday. We're driving, what did he say, 26 hours, I think, to Sacramento to go to a football game. That is good stuff. All right. Happy to hear from you tonight as well. Uh, I know we have some other comments about the Elks. We, we didn't get to a couple yesterday that I think might have been about the quarterback and the coaching, which we'll touch on. It's Inside Sports on Chet.